In today's show, Bitcoin whales are still hibernating as Bitcoin price nears $21,000. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis, quoting Van Day Pop, summer relief time, and quoting Crypto Tony, Bitcoin is hovering around the EQ mark of the range at 20700 which was my next target. Looking for a flip here to my final range target at 21700 If we get this, then alts can continue to enjoy a nice pump and relief rally. And as pointed out here by Plan B, June 2022 was the first Bitcoin monthly close below the 200-week moving average ever. Now we're seeing a nice bounce back from the lowest levels. Would not surprise me if Bitcoin closes July above the 200-week moving average, which is at $22,000 again. And this just in breaking news, quoting banking giant Fidelity, the Bitcoin network is arguably the most decentralized and secure protocol in existence. Facts. Also in today's show, Ethereum devs confirmed the perpetual date. For the merge. That's right, the devs got together on a conference call and proposed September 19th as a tentative date for the merger. I'll be breaking down all the highlights and details you need to know. Also in today's show, crypto exchange BitMEX says that one metric reveals when the Bitcoin bear market will end. That's right, according to BitMEX, Bitcoin can start recovering from early next year based on the average period of the previous bear cycles. Quoting them here, the 244-day blended average of previous time-based capitulation periods would see Bitcoin's recovery above the realized price level take place in early February of 2023. Also in today's show, here's what's next for Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Cardano, according to top crypto trader who predicted the 2022 Bitcoin collapse. Quoting Crypto Capo here, dead cat bounced to $20,000 again to punish late shorters. At the top of it, FTX started pushing down, clear corrective move to the upside. Nothing has changed break below $19,000 equals new lows and quitting shark tanks Kevin O'Leary once regulations are in place the price of Bitcoin will quadruple and for the Bitcoin price the forex from here we're talking about an $80,000 Bitcoin price and he also predicts that the crypto markets need to hit a total panic before a revival I'll be breaking this down for you we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market as you can see it's currently pumping and in the green but where's the Bitcoin price likely to go next find out all this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. How's it going, my crypto fam? Make some noise in the live chat. The Bitcoin hit $21,000 for the first time in several days on July 15th as markets enjoyed what one trader called a summer relief. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView showed Bitcoin grinding higher overnight to tap the $21,000 mark on Bitstamp on the day. A noticeable change of tact had set in after the initial losses on the back of 40-year highs for the U.S. CPI index versus Versus the July 13 lows when Bitcoin was thus up 11%. Quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Van Pop, summer relief time. Let's go. And popular trader Crypto Tony was also in the mood for modest optimism on the shorter time frames, eyeing a move to 21700 for profit taken, as he shares here. Good morning, legends. Bitcoin is hovering around the EQ mark of the range at 20700 which was my next target. Looking for a flip here to my final range target at 21700 If we get this, then the alts can continue to enjoy a nice pump 
and relief rally. And he updates us here, stuck hovering around the EQ currently of the range. I am still in my long and looking for a flip so we can push up to the final range target of 21,700. Invalidation point now, $19,600. Now many other altcoins had responded well to the uptick in the Bitcoin price action with Ethereum making a noticeable rebound to cap over 12% daily gains and others in the top 10 cryptos by market cap also fared pretty well with only Solana nonetheless managing to beat ETH over the past 24 hours. ETH thus succeeded in avoiding a return below the psychologically significant $1,000 level as you can see here in the Ethereum one hour candle chart. Meanwhile, on-chain data suggested that the largest Bitcoin hodlers were in no mood to act at the current prices. We're referring to the whales in a Twitter thread on July 14th. Block Trends analyst highlighted what he described as hibernation continuing amongst whale wallets. Quoting him here, whales remain in hibernation waiting for the right movement to wake up. He observed institutional movements or commonly called whale activity can be tracked based on the transaction volume moved over a short period of time, both denominated in Bitcoin and USD. Quoting him again here, here we have a clear view of the low institutional activity, almost non-existent after the month of May, which was briefly awakened during the Luna crash in which returned to hibernation, he added. And checking out the latest from Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock-to-flow model, June 2022 was the first Bitcoin monthly close below the 200-week moving average ever. Now we're seeing a nice bounce back from the lowest levels. Would not surprise me if Bitcoin closes July above the 200-week moving average again, which is currently sitting at that $22,500 mark. And this just in breaking news, quitting banking giant Fidelity, one of the largest asset managers in the world, the Bitcoin network is arguably the most decentralized and secure protocol in existence Preach. And before I break down next story of the day, Ethereum developers confirmed the perpetual date for the merge. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, all the major cryptos are currently pumping. And in the green, with Bitcoin up almost 6% for the day, hovering around that $21,000 mark, we have Ether up 12.5%, trading above $1,200, while XRP, Solana, Polkadot, Avalanche, and Binance Coin are all pumping and in the green. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Ethereum network is nearing the merger phase of its crucial transition from proof-of-work mining consensus to proof-of-stake. The conference call saw core Ethereum developer Tim Bako, who runs core protocol meetings, proposed September 19th as the tentative target date for the merger. The proposed target date didn't face any objection from the core developers. And later, Ethereum developer Superfizz tweeted about the roadmap to the merger. As he shares here on Crypto Twitter, this merge timeline isn't final, but it is extremely exciting to see it coming together. Please regard this as a planning timeline and look out for official announcements. And you can see all the details outlined here from the conference call. Now, Ethereum's transition journey to proof of stake based ETH 2.0 began on December 1st, 2020 with the launch of the Beacon Chain, initiating phase zero of the transition. Phase one of the program was scheduled to launch in mid-2021, but got delayed to the first quarter of 2022, owing to unfinished work and complexities involved in the code auditing. And earlier in June of this year, Sepolia Testnet Beacon Chain went live, setting the stage for its merge dress rehearsal to give Ethereum network developers valuable technical insights. The Sepolia was eventually merged with the network on July 7th. And here you can see the various stages of Ethereum's transition into ETH 2.0. And the final trial of the merge is set to occur on the Gorelli network, which is scheduled for the second week of August. And after its merger, the official merge slated for the second half of September would become a priority for developers. Now, Ethereum's transition to proof-of-stake-based network is expected to reduce its energy consumption by 99%. And the introduction of sharding expected by the first quarter of next year would make the network highly scalable and on par with centralized payment processors. The proof-of-stake and proof-of-work debate has been a long-running one, 
where proof-of-stake proponents claim that it is more environmentally friendly and equally secure, while proof-of-work proponents, including the likes of Jack Dorsey, have called proof-of-stake centralized and less secure. And Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin has been aggressively defending proof-of-stake lately while arguing that quite opposite to common belief of proof-of-stake does not include voting on protocol parameters just like proof-of-work doesn't. Buterin also explained that nodes reject invalid blocks in both proof-of-stake and proof-of-work as he shares here in response to Jimmy Song. Pro tip, if there is a long-established tradition of people debating A versus B based on deep arguments, touching on math, economics, and moral philosophy, and you come along saying B is dumb because of one-line technicality involving definitions, you're probably wrong. While Vitalik continues to bat for proof-of-stake, a recent report from HOPR highlighted some of the key vulnerabilities that can prove critical post-merge, quoting them here, we should stress that this isn't an emergency. It doesn't affect any funds today, but this will be a major problem post-merge, and validators are incentivized to disrupt each other to poach a share of millions of dollars in MEV. And the report highlighted that validators on the network leaked their IP addresses while broadcasting attestations and blocks which are linked to their public key, but these validators are known ahead of time, allowing for highly targeted and selective attacks against a coming validators, as pointed out here, which is not good. The HOPR team noted that an audit report has been labeled the issue as mitigated, which is not true because attackers are not limited to attacking the Teku node. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding the merge and their tentative release date of September 19th? Do you think this is likely to come into fruition or do you think it'll get pushed back? Once again, let me know in the comments right down below. And before I break down next story of the day, crypto exchange BitMEX says that one metric reveals when the Bitcoin bear market will end. But before I share this metric with you. First, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap, sitting at $932 billion with about $91 billion in volume in the past 24 hours, and the current Bitcoin dominance is 42.5%, with the Ether dominance at 15.8%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can see Quant leading the pack up 69.1%. We have LDO up 54.7%, and Aave up a whopping 30.9%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, Shows were currently rated a 15 out of 100 in Extreme Fear. Yesterday an 18, last week a 20, and last month a 7 in Extreme Fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, Extreme Fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity, a.k.a. BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Crypto trading platform BitMEX is revealing one metric that it says could signal the ends of the bear market. That's right. In a new blog post, BitMEX says that based on Bitcoin's market value to realize value ratio, better known as the MVRV, Bitcoin is currently early in the bear cycle compared to the previous bear markets. MVRV is the ratio of an asset's market cap versus its realized capitalization, the value of all Bitcoin at the price they were bought not the current price, quoting them here, looking at the other three key bear market cycles and measuring them by the market value to realized value ratio, price was below realized price for an average of 244 days. That estimate excludes the March 2020 period and the third bear market. And currently we're at less than 30 days with the price being below realized price. And according to BitMEX, Bitcoin can start recovering from early next year based on the average period of the previous cycles. As they share here, the 244 day blended average, a previous time-based capitulation 
periods, prolonged periods below average market participant cost basis, would see Bitcoin's recovery above the realized price level take place in early February of 2023. Let me know if you agree or disagree with BitMEX. Now, the crypto firm says that the current Bitcoin bear cycle does not look all that different from the previous cycles, despite the dissimilar macroeconomic conditions as they share here. While much has been written about the macroeconomic backdrop regarding the Bitcoin market, this Bitcoin cycle, ironically, does not look all that different from the cycles of the past. Now, check this out. Bitcoin is 69.72% below the previous all-time highs, with the peak of the drawdown reaching 71.86% on May 18th. Now, bear markets of Bitcoin's past saw drawdowns of 93.08% and 84.82% and 83.47% respectively. So with this in mind, despite the absolute size of the cycle's drawdown dwarfing the previous cycles, in relative terms, this was nothing out of the ordinary for Bitcoin. And before I break down next story of the day and I share what's next for Bitcoin, Ethereum and Cardano, according to top crypto trader who predicted the 2022 Bitcoin collapse, as well as Kevin O'Leary's $80,000 Bitcoin price prediction and him saying that the crypto market needs to hit a total panic before a revival. But first, I want to remind you to smash that subscribe button to help support the show. With the YouTube algorithm, the greatest thing you can do to spread the love is simply hit the like button, subscribe, and drop a comment. It helps out tremendously, and I greatly appreciate it. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. A widely followed crypto trader is outlining the path forward for three major digital assets, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Cardano, starting with Bitcoin, synonymous crypto trader Capo tells his almost a half a million Twitter followers that the flagship digital asset will hit new lows if it falls below the $19,000 level. And according to Capo, Bitcoin's recent rise above $20,000 was a dead cat bounce, which was met by selling on the FTX crypto exchange. A dead cat bounce is a move to the upside and a bearish trend. As he shares here, good morning, dead cat bounced to $20,000 again to punish late shorters. At the top of it, FTX started pushing down, clear corrective move to the upside. Nothing has changed. Break below $19,000 equals new lows. He also said the Bitcoin's bottom that formed around $30,000 mid last year mirrors the current price action. The crypto analyst is targeting a floor price for the king crypto between $15,800 and $16,200. Quoting him here, $30,000 bottom formation June to July 2021 versus the current Price action, expecting deviation below the current range low, which is 17700 Main target remains 15800 to $16,200. Next up, let's discuss Ethereum. The crypto trader says a fall below $1,000 by the second largest digital asset by market cap can trigger a plunge of over 30% from the current price. As he shares here, ETH testing previous all-time highs resistance and forming a corrective move bearish. Clean break below $1,000 equals 600 to $700, which he shares here in this chart. Now, Capo concludes his analysis with Cardano, saying he is very bearish on the eighth largest crypto asset by market cap, quoting him here. ADA, support broken and now tested as resistance, very bearish, which he shares here in this chart. And he also wrote here, six touches support getting weaker and weaker. Next support between 29 and 31 cents. So there you have it. And now let's break down our final story of the day. The millionaire investor, Mr. Wonderful, aka Kevin O'Leary, the Shark Tank himself, says there is going to be a total panic and massive volatility in the crypto markets ahead before the industry swings back towards stronger firms and clear regulations. That's right. Despite the recent fall of crypto finance firms, including Voyager Digital and Celsius, O'Leary told Cointelegraph on July 13th that we are still missing a real big event seen in the previous market cycles before we go back to accelerated growth in the space, stating the following. This passion play gets played out over and over again. Some investors have pointed out to the current market conditions as a result of over-leveraged centralized finance firms.
firms such as Voyager and Celsius, O'Leary said that the problems with firms like those come from idiot managers who needed to be weeded out to make the industry more viable. Quoting him again here, it is unfortunate that these companies have gone to zero, but you end up with much stronger species. Now, Ben Samaru, the CEO of crypto investment support firm WonderFi Technologies, who was also present during the interview with Cointelegraph, said that the recent bankruptcies are part of the second wave of the crypto crisis in Canada's history. Samaru explained that the first crypto crisis in Canada was characterized by the fall of a now defunct crypto exchange, Quadriga CX in 2019, which saw 145 million and user funds go missing after the sudden death of its founder, Jerry Cotton. Now, the WonderFi CEO believes that this second wave of crypto crisis will have regulators focusing on crypto earned products like those from Voyager Digital. Putting him here, Canadian regulators are looking at anyone in Canada offering earned products to figure out what it means. They're looking through the rubble of the collapse to layer in its restrictions. And the duo suggested that stablecoin regulation will be another major hurdle facing the industry. O'Leary stated unequivocally that we need more stable coins, as many of these are commodities, but that they must keep their peg. And although he said what has happened with the destruction of the Terra ecosystem in May with the depegging of Terra UST was good, others cannot go down the same path if they wish to exist. He added that Tether USDT may experience more trouble after it wobbled on its peg and fell to 95 cents in May. Quoting him here, Tether breaking peg is going to be a big problem for regulators as they look at what stables are acceptable for platforms to use. And for now, USD coin is the preferred stable coin on BitBuy and Coinberry. However, Samaru noted that the exchanges could list other stable coins as long as it doesn't subject users to a catastrophic event from a stable coin that isn't all that stable. Now, O'Leary and Samaru appear to have their sights set on the long-term growth of the industry. However, with WonderFi recently listing on the Toronto Stock Exchange on June 20th and completing 38.4 million acquisition of Canadian crypto exchange Coinberry on July Fourth, and now owns BitBuy and Coinberry in Canada. So there you have it. And quoting Mr. Wonderful here, once regulations are in place, the price of Bitcoin will quadruple. Absolutely. And that's being conservative. Let's think about it. With the current Bitcoin price sitting at around $20,000 to 4X from here, we're talking about an $80,000 Bitcoin price, which would be a new all-time high, $11,000 higher than the current all-time high set back in November of last year at $69,000. I feel it is only only a matter of time. The million dollar question becomes when Bitcoin spot ETF in USA, because there's literally trillions just waiting and sitting on the sidelines to be entered into the crypto market. Now, for a quick recap, what I cover with you here in today's show, Bitcoin whales are still hibernating as the Bitcoin price nears $21,000. Also shared with you, Ethereum devs confirmed the perpetual date for the merge for September 19th. Also in today's show, I shared that crypto exchange BitMEX says one metric reveals when the Bitcoin bear market will end. And also shared with you what's next for Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Cardano, according to top crypto trader who predicted the 2022 Bitcoin collapse, as well as a prediction from Mr. Wonderful that the crypto markets need to hit a total panic before revival. And he's predicting an $80,000 Bitcoin price for the Bitcoin price to quadruple once regulations are in place. Where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go next? Let me know in the comments right down below.